Hello, welcome to the Ube Island Podcast. This is the Rams recap for this week. This week was the divisional round of the playoffs, and the Rams went to Green Bay, Wisconsin, <laughs> to Lambeau Field to play the Green Bay Packers, the number one seeded Green Bay Packers with the number one offense in the league led by the great Aaron Rodgers. And yeah, what happened? Man, <laughs> it was Saturday. January 16th yeah January 16th 2021 I woke up early on Saturday picked out my Todd Gurley jersey I got my Ram snapback hat and then I went to the laundry room and I went and dug through my hamper to look for my black Nike hoodie that I wore last week you're wondering why did I go through all those dirty clothes to pick out a dirty hoodie from last week it's because i am a weirdo (laughs) i was just trying to be superstitious you know not trying to jinx the team we needed all the help we can so i went through my hamper picked out my dirty black hoodie that i wore last week just to make sure that i could bring some good luck to the team and I wore the exact same outfit as I wore last week when we beat the Seahawks. And uh, I did not wear the same pants and socks because really those were really dirty. So I'm not going to wear those. That's that's just disgusting. I'm sorry. But whether that had an impact on the game, that would have sucked. But I'm not that superstitious. (laughs) Anyway, I tuned in to Fox early. I woke up early enough to watch the pregame show. And I thought I was watching the Fox pregame show, but it seems like I tuned into the Roast the Rams session. Because <laughs> that's all I spent an hour watching. Just Carissa Thompson, Michael Vick was there, Tony Gonzalez, Wanstead, the old Dolphins coach, and I forgot who else. I just watched an hour of them just completely roasting my team and shading my team and shitting on them but you know i'm I'm used to it <laughs> but anyway they they did this segment in the beginning where they were emphasizing the that stark contrast of age between the afc quarterbacks and then the nfc quarterbacks so they would show the young the young bright quarterbacks in the afc you know the great Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, of course, Lamar Jackson, and now Baker Mayfield, who upset the Steelers last week. And then they would show the NFC NFC quarterbacks, and, you know, they got the Hall of Famers on the NFC with Drew Brees, uh, Tom Brady, and Aaron Rodgers. And they were <laughs> just highlighting all their success, showing a bunch of their highlights. And I'm thinking, wait a second. They're missing somebody, and <laughs> yeah, they weren't showing our guy. They weren't showing Jared Goff. <laughs> they were showing uh, Aaron Rodgers and Drew Brees and Tom Brady with their championships, and then the young Patrick Mahomes and all of them, you know, making plays. And they would, I think, they showed like maybe two seconds of Jared Goff throwing a pass or something, <laughs> but. Yeah, he was totally left out of this, the discussion. 
while they were talking about the greatness of these new quarterbacks and comparing them to these Hall of Fame quarterbacks. And yeah, I was, <clears throat> I was pretty offended. I was upset. The inner Rams fan in me was definitely pissed off. But, <laughs> but in reality, we got to be honest. I mean, we've been saying the same stuff about Jared Goff this whole year or for part of this year where we were saying that Jared Goff might not be the guy. So I can't really be upset at them not mentioning Jared Goff and saying that he's not a part of this discussion. Yeah. But yeah, hopefully, I mean, Jared Goff saw that or other Rams fans saw that and it could probably motivate Jared. But yeah, <laughs> that was fun. And you can see it too with the, <laughs> with the promotions, all the commercials for the divisional round playoffs. They're showing Josh Allen throwing passes. They're showing Lamar Jackson with that big run last week. They're showing Baker Mayfield, Patrick Mahomes, and you know everybody. All these offensive highlights. And whenever they show the Rams, it's always Aaron Donald. <laughs> I think they're we're the only we're the only team where they showed defensive highlights instead. <laughs> I mean, at least show like Cam Akers, at least. But yeah, just a reminder of how bad our offense has fallen off this year. At least besides our besides our rushing attack. But anyway, the the game started, and the quarterback this week was known for sure. It was going to be Jared Goff this week with his broken thumb. We did Blake Bortles was healthy to back him up this week, and then we. We brought back Bryce Perkins from the practice squad. John Wolford was out. He was not even active. And then also Cooper Cup was inactive as well. I didn't I don't think I mentioned it last week, but he messed up his knee at the very end of the game, which is so so sad, you know. But he tweaked it while blocking a defender and they tried hard to get him back this week by draining all the fluids in his knee but even that wasn't enough to get him healthy for this game and I'm sure like I'm sure the cold weather definitely made it harder for him to come back as well Aaron Donald did play in this this week after you know his rib injury last week he was wearing extra pads but I'll go over how that how Aaron Donald did later as for my prediction for the game I mean with all the injuries injuries that we have, I mean Jared Goff being not 100% and not having Cooper Cup and Aaron Donald being hurt, I wasn't expecting anything at all from our offense. I was expecting no points scored actually. <laughs> There's no way Jared Goff can throw in this weather. It's too cold. And even though he did pretty well against the Seahawks, I wasn't expecting too much. And then Cooper Cup being hurt definitely would it's going to hurt our offense. I was expecting our defense to at least keep it really close, at least. Keep it within win winnable distance, I guess. But of course, with our offense being injured, we weren't going to have enough points to score to beat the Packers. So I really wasn't expecting too much. As hopeful as I try to be, it's hard to shake off that pessimistic Rams fan in me that expects us to lose every game and yeah, I wouldn't be shocked if that was the last game that we played this year. But little did I know that 
this game would be the exact opposite of what I was thinking. Jared Goff actually would come out of the gate throwing bombs. Well, not really bombs, but the usual daggers that he throws down the field. I'm talking like... <clears throat> like, these are the throws that he was making during the his peak or his prime McVay era a couple years back where we were just scoring like 30-plus a game and Jared Goff was in the MVP discussion before Cooper Cup got hurt, of course. But yeah, he was throwing like he used to in his prime. Just throwing those usual daggers across down uh, deep into the def defense between you know the linebackers and the safeties. And yeah, he was really throwing some good balls out there that he he used to throw and I was really really shocked and the commentators were shocked and from I was he's wearing these gloves and he doesn't usually wear gloves but he's been wearing gloves this whole week and I guess that helps him throw because he was really throwing really really well and he would lead us to a pretty good drive for a second drive but you know, <clears throat> we got to be like the Rams, and we had a false start on a fourth and one, which brought us back to fourth and six. So instead of continuing that great drive that Jared Goff is leading, we had to settle for a field goal. And that would be great only if our defense would have showed up. And sadly to say, for this divisional round game against the Packers, the defense did not show up at all. <laughs> it was really the worst performance I think the defense has, ha has had all year it's up there with the first half of that Buffalo Bills game but yeah it was really bad and pretty embarrassing I mean the whole the whole talk going coming into this game was the number one offense against the number one defense in the league and me being like a, a huge defensive guy I'm like I'm always going to go for the defense but it seems like today a good offense prevailed in the end. And yeah, I think the Packers scored on their first six tries. I mean, Aaron Rodgers was passing easily and they were rushing the ball so easily. Every rush seemed to go for like five or six yards. Like <laughs> we couldn't even get to the backfield. And then Aaron Rodgers would drop back and he'd have all the time in the world with no pressure and he would just toss these easy passes to these wide open wide receivers and there's nothing that we could do about it it was terrible and it was all and the Packers would always pull off these chunky thick drives like <laughs> like these 10 play six minute drives and it was killing us because you know our offense is a rhythm offense and the more time we spend off the field the less time we have to get going so <laughs> it was just their offense draining the life out of us and it sucked thanks to Jared Goff and Cam Akers luckily on the other side on on offense we were able to at least keep ourselves in the game Jared Goff and Cam Akers would lead a touchdown drive to make it 10 to 16 I think yeah <clears throat> but yeah Cam Akers was running pretty good same as last week and then you know Jared Goff was making his passes and we got a touchdown to bring it at least within one position before the half so it was like six to, 10 to 16 but then <laughs> the number one offense went back on field and you know our defense I 
I've been trusting our my our defense this whole year. But here were the Packers with like what 40 so 40 or so seconds left in the half at like the 30 and Aaron Rodgers throws two passes. One was like a hitch route, like a fake a fake uh a fake inside route going to like a streak. A double move, yeah. The wide receiver did a double move on Darius Williams. And that's been our weakness, like our our whole our our whole year. Even Jalen Ramsey, our weakness has always been those stop and go, fake routes, you know. Because <laughs> we always bite on it, and that's that's how we make big plays. That's how Darius Williams got that pick six last year. I mean, last week. It's because these defenders they're really really aggressive, and he he got him on a double move, and I think they got to midfield. Then they only needed like 20 or so yards and Aaron Rodgers threw another pass and they're in field goal range. But they still had like, what, like 20 seconds left in the game or the half until halftime. So Aaron Rodgers is like, screw it. We're having so much success against this quote number one defense. Let's just throw it into the end zone. And I, I, I'm telling you, Aaron Rodgers threw his worst passes of the game for the next two passes. He throws this uh, this duck or is that what they call it <laughs> this is or this, this this terrible pass to the end zone and it looks like it's gonna get picked by Troy Hill and it should have been picked by Troy Hill but he just drops it for no reason maybe because it's too cold I don't know <clears throat> but, he, but he drops that interception and I'm pissed and then Aaron Rodgers it and their offense was like, screw it, let's just throw it again. And he throws another duck, another dud into the end zone. And it looks like it's going to get picked off by John Johnson. But he drops it. And I am absolutely pissed. <laughs> and the Packers would end up getting a field goal anyways when they shouldn't. And now they're up 19-10. And, <laughs> and I really wanted that one possession lead. And we didn't get it. Luckily, in the second half, like things... Our defense at least made some stops, but only because the Packers receivers were dropping like wide open balls. I think they had two big gains dropped by the Packers wide receivers. I mean, Aaron Rodgers threw like the most perfect passes I've ever seen right into the Packers hand, wide receivers hands, and then they just dropped it for some reason. I think they were just trying to be easy on us or something but yeah that's the only reason why we got drops and luckily on the other end again Jared Goff and Cam Akers were moving the ball down the field Jared Goff was looking great and he finished off a drive with the touchdown pass to Van Jefferson and I'm thinking man we have we actually have a chance in this game <laughs> and and yeah the Packers would get one more touchdown I think in the third quarter but they would miss the two-point conversion I think oh yeah yeah I'm kind of losing track on points I think it but anyways it was 18 to 25 late in the game and all we needed was just one stop and just give Jerry Goff and Cam Akers one more chance but Aaron Rodgers does a play action pass or play action play he drops back the pass and he has all the time in the world and then he delivers this deep bomb to Lazard I think his, that's what his, what his name is and he's already passed like our safeties in Troy Hill 
and it's a wide open deep ball and he he scores for the touchdown and that was pretty much the dagger in the game the Packers would win 32 to 18 and yeah how I felt I mean I think I'm more disappointed if anything like I was gonna be okay if if it if defensively we held him in check like we've done all year and you know I would have accepted it if our offense didn't come through but it's just so disappointing that our offense actually looked good in this game Jared Goff looked amazing Cam Akers was running the ball as he has his in this his tremendous rookie year but it was just our damn defense that did not come through and it was so sad like I'm pissed more than anything like that's the worst ending that I could have thought of but now as I look at the game you know I slept on it and it's another day this kind of was expected <laughs> I mean I'm you sh I'm not that shocked that our defense that our defense could be beat like that I mean <laughs> yeah because Brandon Staley in in the news Brandon Staley's been having rumors about this being his last game as he's getting head coaching offers all over the place a bunch of coaching opportunities have opened throughout the league as many teams have underperformed I mean the Niners defensive coordinator just went to the Jets which is a, a great thing for us because oh my god now we don't have to deal with that ball-headed dude in Santa Clara anymore but anyways with Brandon Staley he's done a great job this year but I'm very disappointed with this Packer performance. I mean, with Wade Phillips last year, as much as much trash that I talked about Wade Phillips <laughs> wanting him fired and calling him trash as a defensive coordinator, at least Wade Phillips came through in the playoffs. <laughs> he stopped Zeke, you know, in Dallas, and then he put Wade Phillips had a tremendous game plan against. Tom Brady, Tom Brady, Rob Gronkowski, and you know Edelman. The Super Bowl held them to 13 points, and our offense, of course, didn't come through. But I'm thinking, do you think Wade Phillips might have done better in this game? <laughs> but anyways, the the whole whole defensive scheme of Brandon Staley was no different than what Wade Phillips did the year before. It's simple, you know, same as the Niners. We take advantage of our defensive line pressure, and we we don't blitz at all. We keep a safe zone behind those uh, on top shell coverage, just to keep everything in front of us. <laughs> and this works. And this defense it works really well as long as you know Aaron Donald is Aaron Donald, of course. Michael Brockers and C Bass, Morgan Fox, all these guys gains. Uh, who else? Leonard Floyd. As long as they provide pressure at the line, which they've done all year, then our defense was set. And then, of course, in the secondary with John Johnson, Jordan Fuller, Troy Hill, Darius Williams, and Jalen Ramsey, as long as those guys don't get beat, then we're good. But the issue is when you run into a really, really, really good team like the Packers that have a great offensive line that could guard Aaron Donald, although he was injured 
or but they did a good job on Leonard Floyd, Seabass, and everybody. And then the secondary, I mean, their Packers wide receivers are pretty good with Devontae Adams and everybody. And even we couldn't handle them. So, and then now, and then you also have the one of the best quarterbacks of all time, Aaron Rodgers, <laughs> passing the ball. And yeah, it's a recipe for disaster. So, I'm not truly surprised at how bad our performance was. But, man, like, can you at, at least make adjustments during the game? Because <laughs> it wasn't working at all. It wasn't working at all. We should have brought people to the line to stop that rushing attack since their offensive line was dominating us at the line. That's why the running backs ran for five yards every time. We should have blitzed more. I mean, we weren't getting pressure with an, an injured Aaron Rodgers. I mean, Aaron Donald. And none of the defensive linemen were able to beat their offensive line so I'm thinking at least send a blitz or something shake it up for Aaron Rodgers because it was way too easy for Aaron and Aaron Rodgers on his side man he is one of the greatest <laughs> some of the passes that I saw him make was like absolutely phenomenal I think one play he was back in the end zone and the pocket was collapsing I was already cheering for for safety but <laughs> He shuffles around, of course, and then he just flicks his wrist so easily, and he throws it downfield. I think that that pass would actually be dropped, but I was, I was just in awe of what he did. And then he had this play where he was at the goal line, and he scrambles to the right, and he hits this pump fake on Leonard Floyd, <laughs> Leonard Floyd, and then he rushes for the easy touchdown. Like that's just high IQ. He never looked rattled at all and I'm just sitting there looking at my guy Jared Goff thinking if he could do that if he could be like Aaron Rodgers and all these elite quarterbacks that are playing this weekend and yeah but for as for Jared Goff I mean I none of the nobody's gonna give him credit for this week I mean and I usually don't give props in a loss but what, Eric, what Jared Goff did this week and last week were very, very commendable, <laughs> if that's the word. They earned my respect, pretty much. Uh, like, I really respect respected his performance last week. And his performance this week, I was really impressed. Yeah, it's true that the Packers' defense wasn't that great. I think they should have pressured more. <laughs> I don't think they were expecting much passing at all, but yeah, Jerry Goff looked pretty good, and he—he's—you can tell he's—he's he's working on his pocket awareness and shifting in the pocket. Still not great, but yeah. Anyway, but that is the end of the season for our Rams, and sadly, like coming in as the number six seed, I'm not really surprised, and we got it look at ourselves and wonder like why are we okay with these losses why why was the expectation so low we had the number one defense in the league we have a great young running back and cam Akers. our offensive line was on point this year and you know cooper cup was healthy robert woods is there and we keep we had to look at ourselves and try to figure out why aren't we one of the best teams in the league why can't 
why why did why was this loss expected you know but that'll be in the off season I'll I'll have a post on that I think I'm gonna make a video for the recap this year I don't think I'll do a podcast but yeah I'll make a YouTube video on that <laughs> but overall yeah offense great defense was let down but it's kind of expected whether if that was Brandon Staley's last game as a Rams coordinator might be a good thing I don't know maybe we need a new defensive scheme especially with the talent that we have but that'll be next season <laughs> and other notes uh the Packers did have fans in the stands and it felt right I mean watching these games with no fans in the arenas and stadiums it really sucks man and to see the fans in Green Bay cheering on the team and they were pretty loud man it's pretty awesome to see and I, I miss it and hopefully they open up SoFi in the fall and I'll be at that game and I'll be posting on YouTube you know <laughs> my experiences and of course this Rams, Rams recap will keep going and I'll probably do YouTube videos but until then uh, go Rams <laughs> gonna be a long off season hopefully Jared Goff is motivated uh yeah and who's gonna win uh I really like the Bills man Lamar Jackson unfortunately got hurt in that game last yesterday I think he threw a pick six in the end zone that ended up being the difference which is unfortunate <laughs> and then Patrick Mahomes got a concussion too today and they just barely beat the Browns and I don't know if you hear that, but that that's the <laughs> yeah Saints Saints Bucks games just started right now, and I'm about to watch it. Uh, yeah, uh, we'll see who, who ideally who I want to win. It'll be cool if Patrick Mahomes adds to his uh, trophy case because that guy is amazing. But Josh Allen's also amazing as well. Uh, I I kind of like Tom Brady. <laughs> winning another one with the Bucks, but I kind of I, I really like Aaron Rodgers in that package team. I think they're a good team. They're a cool squad. They beat us fair and square with Lafleur. So yeah, good luck to the Packers. And that is the Ube Allen podcast Rams recap for, for this week. And thanks for listening. <laughs> Peace.